I'd like to thank the Lord for allowing me to be here for another Holy Sabbath day. Uh, thank him for all of his blessings, how he's blessed me and blessed all of you and also you who would be listening to my presentation and all of these presentations that we're about to give by way of a website regarding those who fought for the restoration of the temple, uh, those who stood up and fought for the word of God. I have the opportunity to talk about one of those individuals, certainly a great patriarch of the children of Israel, Nehemiah. Nehemiah, as you recall, was in great distress when he heard of the plight of his brothers and sisters, the children of Israel, how the walls and the gates had been left in ruin. We all know that because of transgression, the children of Israel transgressed against the law of God. And so he calls King Nebuchadnezzar to rise up and come and take the children of Israel into captivity. And also he burnt the temple and left really Jerusalem in ruin. And so Nehemiah being a part of the children of Israel, the captivity that in fact had gone to Babylon and therefore was now in, in Persia inquired of really what was happening as far as his brothers and sisters in Jerusalem. And so now I'd like to share with you all really what transpired. The words of Nehemiah, the son of Hilkiah, and it came to pass in the month Keslu, in the 20th year, as I was in Shushan, the palace, that Hanai, one of my brethren, came, he and certain men of Judah. And I asked them concerning the Jews that had escaped, which were left of the captivity concerning Jerusalem. And they said unto me, the remnant that are left of the captivity there in the province are in great affliction and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem also is broken down, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. And it came to pass, when I heard these words, that I sat down and wept and mourned certain days and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. Now, Nehemiah's prayer is quite famous and notoriety if you do research how he prayed to God. He gave supplication. And it is apparent that Nehemiah was planning to go back to Jerusalem to see what he could do to both aid his people and restore the word of God. Now I want to read his prayer, supplication to the Lord. And he said, I beseech thee, O Lord God of heaven, the great and terrible God that keepeth covenant and mercy for them that love him and observe his commandments. Let thine ear now be attentive and thine eyes open that thou mayest hear the prayer of thy servant, which I pray before thee now day and night. For the children of Israel, thy servants, and confess the sins of the children of Israel, which 
we have sinned against thee, both I and my father's house have sinned. We have dealt very corruptly against thee and have not kept the commandments, nor the statutes, nor the judgments which thou commandest thy servant Moses. Remember, I beseech thee, the word that thou commandest thy servant Moses, saying, If ye transgress, I will scatter you abroad among the nations. But if ye return unto me and keep my commandments and do them, though there were of you cast out unto the uttermost part of heaven, yet will I gather them from thence and will bring them unto the place that I have chosen to set my name there. Now, let me just stop right there. This hope that Nehemiah had has really gone down through the ages, and it is currently our hope that God will assemble the outcasts, those who have been dispersed to the four corners, when they do what? When they keep his commandments. And what have we done here in this church? We have made a vow to God that we're going to keep his commandments, his laws, and his statutes and judgments. So we have the same hope that God will come and gather his people together and he will return us to the land of Israel. Now let me continue with his prayer. He said, now these are thy servants and thy people whom thou hast redeemed by thy great power and by thy strong hand. O Lord, I beseech thee, let now thine, thine ear be attentive to the prayer of thy servant and to the prayer of thy servants who desire to fear thy name and prosper. I pray thee, thy servant this day, and grant him mercy in the sight of this man, for I was the king's cupbearer. This man that he was referring to was the king, King Artaxerxes. And by doing research, this is the same king that lifted up Mordecai when he was being persecuted by Haman. And it also talks about the queen that sat with him, and that queen was Queen Esther, the same queen that influenced Artaxerxes to help Israel at that time. And so we know that Esther also influenced this man to give Nehemiah leave to go back to Jerusalem to aid his people. Now, as always, when the children of God work collectively to do something, there's opposition. The devil is always there opposing them all the time. We know from the word and from the scriptures what did Brother Paul said. You, we fight not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And so just as we in our time face that opposition, so did Nehemiah, of course. Those same spirits that are here with us were back there then. And so let me then read a bit of, about this opposition that he did face. I'm going to read in chapter 4. It says, but it came to pass that when Sanballat heard that we built the wall, he was wroth and took great indignation and mocked the Jews. And listen to what he said. And he spake before his brethren and the armies of Samaria and said, what do these feeble Jews 
Will they fortify themselves? Will they sacrifice? Will they make an end in a day? Will they revive the stones out of the heaps of the rubbish which are burned? I mocked God's people. When you mock God's people, you're mocking God. And then Tobiah said, the Ammonite was, this is what he said, and he said, even that which they build, if a fox go up, he shall even break down their stone walls. And Nehemiah replied, he said, Hear, O God, hear, O our God, for we are despised and turn their reproach upon their own heads and give them for a prey in the land of captivity. And so Nehemiah petitioned God once again, and although these men tried to intimidate and install fear in the people, Nehemiah calls them to have patience and courage. And he told them that we're going to stand in this history tale, this chapter talks about how he had the men and the women and the children working on the wall. And some of the men were laying bricks in one hand with a sword or a spear in another hand. He also sent trumpeters out because there were large or vast space and distance between them. And he said, if you encounter conflict, sound the trumpet and we'll come to your aid. So he stayed the people. He gave them strength to stand up and to accomplish this goal. And he did, in fact, rebuild the wall and restore the gates. But now, that is not all that Nehemiah did. He was also extremely influential in restoring the house of God and, and the offerings and the sacrifices and the tithing and also restoring the Sabbath day. And also he spoke against this marrying these or, or giving the children of Israel their sons and daughters in marriage to the nations. He stood up against this, which really brought Israel into affliction and into captivity. So I want to take some time to just cover, cover that. I'm going to Go to uh, Nehemiah chapter chapter 13 and talk about these three particular uh, 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 subjects that I, I just mentioned. Uh, now this begins at with Nehemiah uh, 13. I'm going to begin reading with chapter 10. Now it says, And I perceive that the portion of the Levites had not been given them, for the Levites and the singers that did this work were fled everyone to his field. And so you see the Levites were not doing what God had called them to do to, to service and maintain the house of God. And therefore the tithes and the offerings were not coming in. Then contended I with the rulers and said, why is the house of God forsaken? And how gathered them together? And I gathered them together and set them in their place. Then brought all Judah the tithe of corn and the new wine and the oil unto the treasures. And I made treasures over the treasury, Shelemiah and the priests, and Zadok the scribe, and of the Levites, Bediah. And next to them was Hanan, the son of Secur, the son of Madaniah, for they were counted faithful, and their office was to distribute unto their brethren. And then uh, Nehemiah said, Remember me, O my God. Concerning this, and wipe not out my good deeds that I have done for the house of my God and for this office. So you can see how instrumental he was. He stood with courage. 
He went up against the rulers and the nobles and said, this should be done. And they did. He had God with him. All right. And also, he did wonderful works as far as the Sabbath was concerned. We know now here, and we have this as an example for us, that on the holy day, on the Sabbath day, we don't go out to those merchants out there and buy their goods. They should not be out there selling those goods. They should be acknowledging and keeping the Sabbath day that the Lord established from the very foundation of the world for us to keep now. And we know that the Sabbath is going to be kept in the new heaven and the new earth also. And so let me read a bit about what he did there. This is uh, chapter 13. I'm going to begin with verse 15. He said here, In those days saw I in Judah some treading wine presses on the Sabbath, and bringing in sheaves and lading asses, as also wine, grapes, figs, and all manner of burdens, which they brought into Jerusalem on the Sabbath day. And I testified against them in the day wherein they sold victuals. There dwelt men of Tyre also therein, which brought fish and all manner of wares, and sold on the Sabbath day unto the children of Judah and in Jerusalem. And then I contended with the nobles of Judah. You see, the leaders, the strength, as we have always said, is in the leadership. He contended with the nobles of Judah and said unto them, What evil thing is this that ye do and profane the Sabbath? Did not your fathers thus, did not our God bring all this evil upon us and upon this city? Yet ye bring more wrath upon Israel by profaning the Sabbath. And it came to pass that when the gates of Jerusalem began to be dark before the Sabbath, Nehemiah once again took action. I commanded that the gates should be shut and charged that they should not be open till after the Sabbath. And some of my servants set I at the gates that there should be no burden brought in on the Sabbath day. So the merchants and the sellers of all kinds of wares lodged without Jerusalem once or twice. And so what they started to do, since they couldn't get in, they would just lodge around hoping that an opportunity would provide itself for them to get in and corrupt the children of Israel. Well, this is what Nehemiah, how he faced that challenge. He said, then I testified against them and said unto them, why lodge ye about the wall? If ye do so again, I will lay hands on you. From that time forth came they no more on the Sabbath. Once again, he met this challenge. He stood up to them for the word of God. And that's why he was telling the Lord, remember me, O Lord, for what I have done. And now just one last point I'd like to bring out. As far as the children of Israel giving their sons and daughters to the nations about them, which God had forbidden them from doing. Well, let's read a little bit about that and how he stood against that. Uh, this is uh, uh, Nehemiah 13. Uh, I'm again with verse 23. Uh, it says here, And in those days also I saw Jews that had married wives of Ashdod, of Ammon, and of Moab, and their children spake half in the speech of Ashdod, and could not even speak in the Jews' language. Can you see the impact that that's having on the people of God? What's going to happen to the word of God? And so uh, Nehemiah said, as it says, but according to the language of each people, and I contended with them and cursed them, 
and smote certain of them and plucked out their hairs and made them swear by God, saying, You shall not give your daughters unto their sons, nor take their daughters unto your sons or yourselves. And so you can see what he did, how he worked for God. He stood up for the truth. He showed great courage, and we should show that same courage that Nehemiah showed in promoting and establishing and restoring the word of God. I say amen, and now we would like to continue uh, with our presentations. We're going to have Sister Deborah come up and speak on the Greek Empire. 